Hi, this is John from ExperienceThis360.com, and welcome to the Experience This 360 podcast, where we provide travel destination guides, tips and tricks, travel news, and information you can use to make your travels more enjoyable, exciting, and affordable. Welcome to Episode 1, The San Diego Destination Guide. This guide will span over 7 episodes. We broke them up to allow you to earmark each episode for easier reference. We chose San Diego as our first destination guide because it offers so much and we enjoyed visiting this location and plan to do so many more times in the future. San Diego's slogan is, Happiness is Calling, and certainly A vacation in San Diego creates a lot of happiness. Happy weather, happy fun, happy food, happy drinks, happy experiences, and a lot of happy memories. Whether you are a family looking for a great family getaway, a solo traveler looking for adventure, or an elderly couple looking to relax, San Diego delivers. In these upcoming episodes, we will explore the San Diego area provide you with ideas of fantastic locations, give some insight into hotels, and provide some inside tips. Later on, we'll give you a sample itinerary if you are spending just a day in San Diego, and also a whole week. What to do if you are on a family vacation or a couple's vacation. So let's start exploring San Diego. San Diego is divided into various neighborhood areas, the coastal area, the downtown urban area, the inland valley, mountain and desert area, and the Baja California area. And with so much to do and see in San Diego, you probably want to visit many of them, if not all. And because San Diego is a coastal city situated right on the Pacific, with perfect weather conditions year-round, let's start off by exploring the coastal areas first. This first episode, we will explore La Jolla, California, one of the many places we recommend you visit while traveling to San Diego. With spectacular coastline boasting astounding views, it's no surprise that La Jolla is one of the most popular beach destinations in America. Surrounded on three sides by the sea and backed by the steep slopes of Mount Soledad, La Jolla's natural beauty, abundance of activities, and upscale village lifestyle ensure that it lives up to its nickname as the Jewel of San Diego. La Jolla's biggest draw for locals and visitors alike are the amazing beaches. During the summer and autumn months, the surf is relatively gentle, with warm waters in the 70s. Swimmers, snorkelers, scuba divers, kayakers, and others enjoy the golden sands of La Jolla shores, the cove, and wind and sea. Consistently voted one of the top beach destinations in the world, La Jolla offers a wide range of accommodations from luxurious hotels to casual coastal retreats, along with museums and art galleries, one-of-a-kind boutiques, great restaurants, and a slew of outdoor activities. It is also home to the famous Torrey Pines Golf Course and the Lodge at Torrey Pines. The scenic cliff area offers well-groomed hiking trails with spectacular views and world-class golf. At Torrey Pines Glider Port, you can soar out over the beach cliffs on a hang glider 
and sometimes see migrating whales near the shoreline. As you can tell, there is a lot going on in La Jolla, so let's focus in on some of the best activities. We've already mentioned the fantastic beachfront, and that should be on your list of things to do in San Diego. But even the beachfront can be broken down into various areas depending on your interests. The La Jolla coastline varies dramatically from 300-foot sea cliffs to rocky reefs to secluded coves and wide golden sandy shores. Although La Jolla's picturesque coastal landscape makes portions of the beach inaccessible, the views are beyond spectacular as waves and white water break onto rocky outcroppings, as seals and sea lions gracefully navigate safe landing onto their protective cove. At the northernmost point of La Jolla is Torrey Pines City Beach. Fortified by 300-foot sea cliffs, a nature walk along the bluffs through native vegetation, including the signature Torrey Pines, leads to endless views of the Pacific. Here you'll find long stretches of beach ideal for sunbathing and family fun adjacent to a large parking area. The parking area fills up very quickly, so it is important to arrive early. Further south is home to famed Black's Beach. Although difficult and hazardous to access, this spot is a favorite among local surfers and bodyboarders, and those who prefer to enjoy the surf and sand in the buff, despite California law prohibiting public nudity. La Jolla Cove is a small, deep water bay flanked by the sea caves, accessible to adventurers in kayaks and on foot, depending on the tides. The beach itself is small, but its usually tame waters are popular with swimmers and snorkelers hoping to see local natives like the bright orange Garibaldi fish and other marine life. The cove is easily accessible via maintained stairs and walkways, sitting just below a large grass park with bathrooms, showers, picnic tables, a paved pedestrian walkway, and several public gazebos. There are various outfitters here, that can take you into the cove and the sea caves via kayak and paddle boards. Prices are very consistent among outfitters, so finding the best rated ones along with times that work for you will probably be your only concerns. Walking distance from La Jolla Cove is a small cove protected by a concrete breakwater wall. It was originally built as a safe swimming area for children but was claimed long ago by seals and sea lions who beached themselves on the sand with their young. Although now closed for swimming, the children's pool offers a crowd-pleasing and often amusing view of these adorable and often vocal seals and sea lions. Continuing south, you'll arrive at the Hospitals, which is a great reef, but a poor beach. At low tide, there are wonderful tide pools for exploring along the coast here. The conditions don't often cooperate, but when they do, it's the best dive site in town, with dramatic undersea arches and ledges, often full of lobster. At the south end by the gazebo is the hospital's surf spot, the northernmost point of La Jolla's reef breaks. Wind and Sea is next if we continue going southbound. Wind and Sea is a popular family beach with access to rich tide pools during low tides. It's also a well-known surf spot, attracting local crowds and its share of competition for waves. Swimming and bodyboarding are best on the south half of this beach. 
As we mentioned earlier, because of the spectacular beachfront and the slew of activities, this is a very popular destination. Parking is a premium. However, with a little planning, you can make this a day trip that does not include a parking stress. Most visitors arrive around noon and leave the beach area at about 4 p.m. That means if you arrive early, you'll get good parking. And if you arrive later, you'll get to see the fantastic sunset stretch across the Pacific Ocean. There is also street parking in downtown La Jolla if you don't mind walking about. And this might be your best option if you are also taking in the downtown scene. But first, make sure to grab some good walking shoes. From original vintage apparel to high-end urban furnishings for your home, you'll love all the hidden treasures La Jolla shops hold. Located right next to the beach in downtown La Jolla, this area is known for its mix of unique boutique shops, mall stores, and higher-end establishments like Cartier. You can window shop for fun. The cute storefronts and picturesque sidewalks make for a lovely stroll. Or dive right in to purchase your treasures. Prospect Street boasts several different kinds of shops, while Girard is home to trendy, upscale boutiques like Francesca's. And if you've built up an appetite from swimming, snorkeling, kayaking, and shopping, you will certainly want to grab a bite to eat, and La Jolla has some fantastic food and drink options. From burgers to Parisian foods, you can find so many options that sometimes the choice itself is heartbreaking. But for me, you are in La Jolla, one of the most scenic locations in California, if not the United States. And with that, you want to enjoy the view. One of our favorite spots is the Cliffhanger Cafe. The Cliffhanger Cafe is located high atop the sea cliffs of Torrey Pines. Diners are treated to a breathtaking view of the Pacific Ocean as it spans from the beach 350 feet below all the way to the horizon. Dolphins and whales can be seen from the cliffs. Paragliders, hang gliders, RC gliders, and more all launch right in front of you on the outdoor dining area, making this a truly unique dining experience. And in such a high-end location, the prices are very reasonable. From breakfast to soups, salads, and sandwiches, the food is good, and it won't bleed your wallet. If you are looking for something a bit more upscale and less casual, but still want to have an amazing atmosphere, I recommend the Marine Room. It's situated right on, literally right on the best beach, and there is nothing like sitting in a restaurant looking out the window and seeing massive waves crash against the glass during high tide. It is absolutely stunning, and we'll provide a photo of this spectacular location on our online guide as well as on our Facebook page. Besides the stunning visuals, you will also be excited to dive into their menu. They serve fresh seafoods, locally sourced meats, vegetables, and fruits, and their desserts have won numerous awards. As this is such a unique location, it is best to call days ahead and make your reservation. And if you want to enjoy the sunset without the touristy crowds, I recommend a little place tucked away on Prospect Street that still offers fantastic views. Look for Wee Olive and Wine Bar. They have a terrific patio in the rear with an ocean view. It's rarely crowded and makes for a relaxing spot to enjoy a glass of wine while you watch the sunset. And if you aren't into exotic olive oils or wine, don't worry. 
they also have a fantastic craft beer selection to enjoy. At this time, I would like to take a quick break to tell you about a section on our website that allows you to search for the cheapest flights. The online application is available on our website for Apple or Android devices, and it also works directly in your browser. What the app does is, it takes over 700 airlines and travel agencies, including booking sites like Expedia and Booking.com, and allows you to compare all at once in one screen, saving time and money. It basically finds the cheapest price anywhere. There are no additional fees and the app is free to use. What you see on the screen is the exact amount you will pay. This isn't a separate booking app. It is a comprehensive yet easy way to do flight searches. Think of it as a cheap flight search engine. It simply finds the best deal for you. Visit www.experiencethis360.com. At the top links, you will see a link called Best Travel Deals. Click that or use the drop-down menu to get to a specific area. Links will also be available in the show notes. Now, back to the podcast. If you still can't get enough of La Jolla, it still has a lot more to offer. The La Jolla branch of the Museum of Contemporary Art San Diego has been bringing folks onto its Prospect Street location since 1950. It constantly rotates exhibits to keep things fresh. After spending time walking around the interior and taking in the galleries, make sure to get back outside into the sun to take in the ocean view that lays in front of the museum. Then head to the museum's garden to see some art in green form. If you've been inspired to do some art of your own, bring a sketch pad and let your artistic side take over. Now, you may find this odd, but the next place I would recommend to go is the library. And like all libraries, there is no admission price, but the experience is worth it. The Athenaeum Music and Arts Library is a Spanish Renaissance-style building built in 1921. The exterior is as beautiful today as then, and the interior has been refurbished since that time. It's just a great little stop for those of us who like architecture and history. Near the library is also the Historical Society Museum and the Map and Atlas Museum. But for many, the Birch Aquarium at Scripps is at the top of the must-see list. Located just minutes from La Jolla, in the middle of the Scripps Institution of Oceanography, is the Birch Aquarium, which boasts over 5,000 fish in 60-plus habitats, plus a museum featuring cutting-edge research from Scripps Institution of Oceanography, University of California, San Diego. Once again, you can take in spectacular panoramic ocean views, but also get hands-on with the interactive activities, see a feeding, and dive deeper into the world under, in, and above the oceans. There is shark feeding, sea turtle feeding, and even whale watching adventures available throughout the day. This is a very popular family destination. However, there is ample parking and exhibits give enough room for all to enjoy. This is a very popular family destination. However, there is ample parking and exhibits give enough room for all to enjoy. Just remember that they don't allow RVs or cars with trailers and even buses to park on their lot. If your feet are not tired just yet, the next place to visit is the Torrey Pines State Natural Reserve, which boasts amazing ocean views as well as America's rarest pine trees. 
Torrey Pines State Natural Reserve is home to approximately 3,000 of the U.S.'s rarest pine tree, the Pinus torriana, which only grows in San Diego and on the Santa Rosa Island off the coast near Santa Barbara. The park preserves not only the trees, but also one of the last great salt marshes and waterfowl areas in Southern California. The reserve is located on the cliffs above Torrey Pines State Beach and offers over 1,750 acres of protected wildlands to be explored. With both easy, family-friendly paths and more advanced trails, the park provides a great hiking experience for all levels. Your first stop here should be the Visitor Center, commissioned in 1922 by Ellen Browning Scripps. This Pueblo-style structure was originally a restaurant called Torrey Pines Lodge, but now it offers advice on trails and guided tours. Parking at the Visitor Center location varies from $10 to $20, but if you park below on Highway 101 and the lower parking lots and enter via the staircase, it's free. But be warned, the staircase can take a lot out of those in less than perfect physical condition. There is no place to buy food or water in the park, and you are encouraged to bring your own. Guides recommend that you stay on the trails, as rattlesnakes have been known to reside in this park. And if all this has finally tuckered you out and you need a place to put your feet up, or if La Jolla is your home base, then there are a lot of options to rest and stay, right in the jewel of California. Luxury accommodations are plentiful, but there are some budget-friendly and family-oriented options as well. For luxury hotels, we recommend La Valencia, the Pacific Terrace, and the Hilton La Jolla Torrey Pines. As these are luxury hotels, we can only find minor discounts on experience this 360s hotel deal finder. The savings were around 5%, but with the savings involved, that may be a good breakfast or lunch that you didn't have to pay for. As for family-oriented hotels, our recommendations are the La Jolla Travel Lodge, the Sheridan La Jolla, and the Ocean Park Inn. For budget-minded travelers, there is nearby California Suites, the Pleasant Inn, and La Jolla Biltmore Hotel. For those interested in something romantic or unique, we would recommend staying at a guest house, such as the Jewel above La Jolla Shore and Marine Street Beach House. Remember, however, these properties are in high demand, so it's best to check availability and plan way, way ahead. If you aren't staying in La Jolla, note that it is very accessible from anywhere in San Diego. There are various routes to get into the seaside city, but you can also take public transportation or a taxi from any location. It is about a half hour from downtown, and taxi should cost around $25 each way. Most people that visit San Diego who fly in, however, rent a car. Car rentals can be found at the airport or various outlets around the city. Your best bet is to rent a car ahead of time, saving you the time and the money. If you visit San Diego, make sure La Jolla is on your must-do list. You can spend an entire day here and even settle down for a few. There is certainly a lot to see and experience, and nothing can match the views. On our next episode on San Diego, we will continue with the coastal neighborhoods of Mission Bay and the Beaches, Point Loma Peninsula, the North County, Coronado, and South Bay. Thank you for listening to the Experience This 360 podcast. 
Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite podcast directory. If you haven't already done so, visit our website at www.experiencethis360.com where you will find online destination guides and travel articles, as well as widgets and apps that allow you to save the most on flights, hotels, car rentals, airport transfers, taxis, airport parking, and much more. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. So like and follow us there so you never miss an update or travel opportunity. Until next time, happy travels.